Hey there, it's Craig, and you're listening to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Today's show is titled, Are Internships Worth It? Well, let's back up a minute. What exactly is an internship anyway? A quick search on the web revealed this one example. An internship is a short-term work experience offered by companies and other organizations for people, usually students, but not always, to get some entry-level exposure to a particular industry or field. Hmm. All right. So, back to the show title. Are internships worth it? Let's find out after the intro. I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I've helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your faithful host, Craig Ansell. We're rolling into another episode, this one titled, Are Internships Worth It? If you listen to the intro, I gave an example of what one web search found and a brief description of what internships are. So in the end, if you're listening to the show, you want to know more about internships very likely, but also if they're worth it. Now, worth is a unique word. Does it have meaning to me, Craig Ansell, your host, or does it have meaning to you, the listener? So you'll have to decide for yourself. We talked about what internships are, and they're short-term job relationships you have, usually to gain exposure in a certain field. But really the question is, is it hard to get an internship? How do you get one? Well, yes, anything can be hard unless you put your mind and your effort to it. And the more people competing for that internship, the more people applying, makes your chances even the more difficult to get in. So, like with anything else, yes, you have to apply yourself, put some effort and energy in. But next, how do you find one? How do you get into an internship? Well, here's a perfect example, job fairs. You can be part of a school, such as a high school or college, or you could be at a library or at some state facility, and they're hosting a fair for internships. I recently was a speaker at a school in Sanford, Florida, called Crooms. More specifically, Crooms Academy of Information Technology. Now, not only did they have guest speakers such as myself on a variety of topics, careers, jobs, interviewing, such things like that, but also they had a job fair, like I just said, and it included an internship fair. Pretty awesome. So, Help Wanted Ads is another way. But don't forget schools. Sometimes you don't even have to be a member of that school. You can call, email, check on social media, and see if they're inviting visitors. You just need to check in with the school, give some ID, get a visitor pass, and you're on your way. So, with regards to internships, what types are there? Well, part-time for sure, typically having flexible hours. Most internships understand that if you're in school, 
you need a flexible schedule. I know that many companies, including Fortune 500 companies that have internships, do this. They support this. You might see really odd schedules for some of the interns when you're working with companies, and that's just because they have a variety of class schedules that they have to support. Might be labs, might be study halls, things they have to go to. But nowadays, internships can even include virtual positions. That's right. You can actually work remotely, possibly from home, work from an apartment, even go to like, you know, a restaurant or something that has Wi-Fi and work from there. It all depends on what their needs are. But there's then paid versus unpaid internships. And, you know, people ask me, they say, is an unpaid internship worth it? And the answer is, it depends. It's back to what we talked earlier in the, you know, in the intro. What is it worth to me might be different than what it's worth to you. If you're looking to get exposure and experience, that can be something invaluable. You can't put a price tag on it. But if you're simply looking to fill the hours and get some pay, then your priorities are different, okay? But one thing I'll tell you about paid internships, they can have low pay levels as well as reasonable or exceptional. So don't have your mindset on high sites just because you hear it's a paid internship. Be cautious as you go into it because if it sounds too good to be true, it could be. It might be that they're offering a partial compensation instead of even meeting The typical minimum wage, it might be they're offering you just some money to help out with your gas money, some money with, you know, maybe meals, but they still want you to work a number of hours. So you have to look into that to find out which each and every internship is doing, whether it's unpaid or paid and what the typical rates are. Also, interning takes your time. While you're interning, you can't be working. So you have to decide right up front, if I'm working and making good money, Do I want to supplement with an internship? What are my reasons for it? What's the worth for it to me? Or do I want to increase my work hours and I'm just looking to get some extra cash, extra money in the bank? Now, about internships, they also typically offer low responsibility tasks. I know that doesn't sound exciting at first, but imagine you're going into a field that you have limited or no knowledge of or limited or no experience with. Why would they want to put someone that they've just met through a job fair, through an internship fair into a high responsibility area, something that's critical to their company's performance? I don't think you would now listening to it that way, and I know I wouldn't as a business owner. I would have to start them out slow and have them prove themselves, just like with any other job or position, and once they've proven themselves, then the responsibility levels will increase. So with that said, there's often a proving period, if you will. You don't have the experience, so you simply need to gain it, and you're going to gain it on the fly. But that's the good news. It's all about experience. Either you have it, or you don't, and interning can help you get it. If you've ever applied for a job and you wondered, how am I going to do this? Because they say the following experience is required, and you say, if no one hires me, how am I ever going to get the experience in the first place? Well, look no further. Internships could be the way. And again, paid and unpaid, you have to decide the value, the worth that it means to you to apply for that role, that internship, if you have a particular area of interest that you want to gain exposure to, or you're a particular area of interest that you want to gain strength in and knowledge in, wisdom in for a career, 
then yes, it might be worth it. But if you don't have your mindset on a specific focus for your life, for your jobs, for your career, maybe you're going to dabble. You try out different internships to see which one's going to fit you best. There might be something completely unrelated to what you thought you enjoyed and focused on, and then you stumbled across something that just really excited you and energized you. You'll know it. And then you might want to kind of course correct where you're going with your schooling, where you might go with your next job, possibly pursue the internship turning into a paid opportunity for part-time or full-time work afterwards. Because not only have you proven yourself in that new role, but you've shown that you're energized, you're connected, and you're a good fit. Your employer will see that, that you're satisfied, that you're happy, that you're engaged, and you'll feel well about, you'll feel strongly about your position as, as well. So I mentioned experience, but then it's also about exposure. You get exposed to different things. You'll never know unless you try. And even during an interview, you might get turned on to something new. You might overhear something when you're an internship fair, a job fair, or on the other hand, you might get turned off. This is the time when you're doing these kind of like on-the-fly interviews at an internship fair. This is the time to say, you know, a lot of the ideas you brought up, a lot of the job requirements or task requirements sound really exciting, but there are a few that I was concerned with. Could we talk about those? Or you don't have to say you're concerned. You could say there are a few items I'd like to go over so I understand better or, you know, get a better understanding of them. That would be the time to do it before you apply, right? You'll know firsthand. So you know what? I do like working with teams and I don't like being isolated so much. So this is going to be a lot of cubicle-based work, working alone, uh, rarely getting on the phone with a, a Teams call or a Google Meet or something like that. If you're not going to be doing those things, you know, this isn't for me. I like to be around people. And that's okay. You now know what interests you. You now know what you're drawn to and your personality type. You like being around people, communicating. Along with this experience and this exposure that you're getting, even during the internship interview process, you're also networking. Networking within the job fair, networking within the internship fair. But when you do select an internship, you're again networking. You're growing your reach. You're growing your ability to reach out to others, to connect with them, learn more about potential jobs, careers you might want to take on. Also, there's the chance that you're interning because you don't know what you want to do in your career. And maybe you'll stumble across something that could be a game changer for you. Ask someone if you're uh, attracted to what they're talking about, you're interested in their story. Hey, could I you know, stay in touch with you? Could we share uh, information? Do you have a business card or how can I check you out on social? And just see if you could further that relationship. That would be a great way to network. Of course, do it respectfully. And I think most people will accept that and appreciate that. But also, even with interning, it gives you real-world experience. Not only can you say, I've studied XYZ in school or uh, took special training courses online, but I've actually been able to apply it. That's the big thing about interning, for example. You're never going to get the experience unless you apply yourself. With that said, you can talk about real-world experience. Not only did you apply what you learned, but you did it in a working environment with XYZ teammates or with you know this number of customers. It was involved in this volume of sales, this volume of technical information. I worked with this certain type of microprocessor. I worked in a certain field in manufacturing. I worked out in the field and gained knowledge in uh, electrical connections, gained knowledge in uh, hydraulic or fluid connections, any kind of technology, right? 
And it also doesn't have to be technology. Whatever it is, sales, marketing, promotions, um, heck, anything, any kind of coaching or training, you're gaining experience with that so that you can share that with others. And all that information, by the way, gets added to your resume. That's the cool part. One, you get to fill in any gaps for when you're not working with internships. Two, it's a great reference to have on your resume and talk about what value, what information, what abilities, what skills you gained, and also how you contributed. Initially, you're not going to be able to contribute as much with an internship because you're learning. Like I said, they're likely low responsibility tasks, and you can't blame the company. They're feeling you out. They're getting to know you and your abilities. But once that grows, whether it takes days, weeks, or months, now you're ready to take on higher responsibility tasks, and that's what goes on your resume, what you accomplished. If you listen to an earlier show I had talking about resume trends of 2023, one of the big things we focus on is WIFM, W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for me. And I don't mean for you and I, but I mean what's in it for me from your future employer's viewpoint. So think about that when you're interning. Not only are you enjoying what you're doing, are you a good fit? Could you see yourself doing this midterm, long-term, maybe as as a career, but also what value are you bringing to the company and what value are you bringing to the end customer? That's the most critical part. If you can explain that value down to a resume level with specific measurable numbers, that's what counts. It shows how you've changed the needle for that company and how other internships or paid jobs might want you because of how you contributed. So there is a slow process to the internship with growing your abilities, your responsibilities, your experience, um, exposure, networking, all those things. But it's about developing yourself into a viable candidate for a future long-term job, a paid job. If you don't know what you want to do, you want to try several different internships. Just the interviewing practice alone in talking to them allows you to say, you know what? I'm not stuck here. I haven't even signed up yet. Let me speak my, you know, speak my thoughts. Let me get some feedback from them. Let me read their body language. Are they just looking for a warm body to fill, you know, to fill a chair and to do these operations, these manual operations, or do they truly care? Do they truly have something that is of value to me? Do they believe in their company? How long have they worked there? Are they happy there? What does a day in the life of an internship look like with your company? So as you start to do those interviews, remember, it's a fit for you, but also a fit for them. So you start to identify what you do and what you don't like. I use this technique often when I'm coaching people, specifically on interviews, but also on resumes. And it's called a SWOT technique, the SWOT. So we're going to focus on the S and the W. The S are your strengths. What strengths do you have? What strengths do you align with with this company? What makes you feel good, like you're a good fit? And then what weaknesses do you have? And by the way, everybody has at least one weakness. If you're sitting there kind of bopping your head back and forth going, Craig, not me, I'm a super strong candidate. Hey, I get it. I've been there too. I've been very proud. And at moments I am with certain uh, capabilities in my career path. But I'll tell you, if you don't think you have a weakness, you're wrong. You heard me right. You can look at it this way instead. What is your least strength? Okay? You have many strengths. Not all of them are equal. What is your least strength? And that's a way of defining your weakness, if you will. So with that said, 
Could you be going into an uh, internship or a career path where you have great amount of strengths and they align? Awesome. But during that internship discussion, that interviewing process, if you will, during the internship fair or job fair, did anything happen that kind of twisted your gut, twisted your stomach, gave you butterflies or made you nervous? That might be, number one, because you're not interested in it, it doesn't align with your values, or it could be that you have a weakness in that area and you might need to take time to grow your knowledge in that area. There's nothing wrong with that. Hence, you're learning. You start out with the low responsibility tasks and grow your way up. As I mentioned earlier, internships are usually temporary and you start out with flexible hours and limited hours. But the good news about them, internships can also lead to summer jobs. And for our next episode, we're going to talk about Should you get a summer job? And literally, that's the title for episode coming up next. Should you get a summer job? So think about that. Do I want an internship during the school year? And then what am I going to do when summertime comes? We're right around the corner from summer. So this episode might be good for you to help you balance the pros and cons. That'll be up next. My name is Craig Ansell, and I'm your host of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. If you're not sure where you stand, you're a little confused in life, need some career growth coaching advice, number one, subscribe to our show so I'm always available for you to download. Number two, check our website, craigansell.com. That's C-R-A-I-G-A-N-C-E-L.com. We have additional content there, content there, as well as some free downloads, but I also have multiple coaching types available. You can work one-on-one with me, such as with discovery coaching. I'll help you unpack how you're feeling, where you're at in life today, whether you're looking for your first job and trying to find your way, or you're in between jobs, maybe just not happy with your current job, and let's figure out what's going on. I'll help you dissect that and give you a clear path with action steps forward so you know where to go and how to get there more quickly. It's worth it now to invest in yourself versus wander about life, not certain where to go next. We'll talk at you next week. Bye-bye.